La maudite des vieux chauds. I have seen the dark shadows moving in the woods and I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected through this book is sure to come calling for me. David, you look absolutely terrific, honestly. You got like you got like blue on. This is where the worst begins. This is where we must stop. For beyond is the work of madness. The nightmare of insane murder and lingering death. Get inside and lock your doors. Close your windows. Someone is watching you. Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. This is Albert from the Tuesday Show. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show. Now on a flipping Monday. Gosh. No. You're an angel witch. Where's Chris Gersbeck? He's there. Des, are you there? I'm here. Where's Chris? He's I'm worried sick. He's at the wheel. Everything's why don't I, why don't I see him? He's up Do in you Can you guys him? hear me? There you are. We can Chris, are you are you stuck in the metaverse? Just when I Something thought things like were getting that. slick. Hold on one. Oh hold on God. one second. I'll be right back. I, I take my hat off. Everybody, you're you're back from the metaverse. Where I thought where things go? Were, I thought things were getting slick with that pre-show reel we had together, but apparently I know it was a fake out. We had the slick pre-show thing. Flew too close to the sun on that the, one for sure. And then it turns in when it comes game time. Where are we? Chris is like. Uh, he's dunking and hitting three pointers <laughs> in practice, and then come game time, it's they, air balls. They call that five o'clock thunder. Oh my you god! Don't want I'm that. enraged. Sorry, I'm enraged. Sorry. Uh, um, no, it's okay. I'm. I just woke up from a nap, and there was a pee under my my mattress. And when I when I say pee, I mean a pee. Urine. Oh no, no, no. Um. No, I'm all out of sorts, so I don't know what. That's going interesting because my cats uh, peed all over my couch while I was gone last week. You guys got to get your animals together. Why did they do that? I mean, why not? But why? Well, we, why did they do we that? We learned the hard way that um, when you pay the 12 year old kid that lives across the hall from you mm. uh, to clean up your cat's litter box, they won't. And then the cats will <laughs> yeah. just pee everywhere. <laughs> well, how much did? How much were you paying them? Um, a good sum. A good sum I, for? I'd say for a, yeah, for a twelve-year-old or for for, for anyone cleaning out cat litter for anyone. Okay, I, there's a good, I would. Can you go get the twelve-year-old right now? Because I I would like to tell you know, him to fuck right off. He's a nice kid, so I feel kind of bad about it. I'm actually I'm always no no he's not he's this, garbage. This needs to be a teachable moment. I told fuck right off. I told him put right. his nose in it. Yeah, he's had it too good for too long. We did basically have to get rid of a couch though, so oh, that's no good. Yeah, we have that. This kid, what's this kid's name? First and last name. <laughs> I'm not saying it's first and last name. No, you you should. <laughs> well, I forgot to say that the important thing is hello and welcome to the Dave Hill Good Time Hour, where even. 12 year old children are not safe no um that's not Sword. gosh that's a that don't let's not i know i know we're you know context is important yeah yeah and we're letting catchphrases catch on really fast around here but we don't want that to get where 12 year olds are well 12 year old children are not safe is this the show there we go yes it that's is. that's a good we can live with that uh oh my gosh Sorry though, you so Lucy peed on your pillow. Uh, 
No, no, no. I was kidding. Oh. I took a nap. <laughs> I, I took a no. I said there was, you know, this the thing about the princess and the pea, where she has a pea under her mattress. Yes. And she couldn't sleep because she's so special or whatever. I was saying that, but then I was, uh, because I'm a, a man child, I was saying there was a pea under my mattress, and then I was suggesting that it was actual urine. Uh, do, will we edit this out out of the broadcast version of the show? Who knows? My t- talk of such things. I, I think, uh, basically, I'm not firing on all cylinders yet, because I woke up. You know when you wake up from a nap, and mm. sometimes you're like, oh. You're caught between. I, yeah, yeah, I'm caught in between dimensions. That exactly, That's kind of where I am right uh, now. Yeah. Excellent show. Is this the show? Hello and well, but we we still haven't said officially. Hello and welcome to the Dave Hill Good Time Hour with me, Dave, from before. Boy criminal Chris Gersbeck. Hello. Whose whose house is covered in piss. But that's just Queens. That's Queens in a nutshell. From what I hear. Most of most outer boroughs are covered in urine. I'd say I'd say all boroughs are covered in urine. I, you know, I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I don't just, I, 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 people always talk about like, oh, like this place is dirty or whatever, this or that. I, I pretty much live assuming everything is covered in urine and far worse. No one is safe. Like we're in the Middle Ages. (laughs) No better. More or less. Middle Ages, where a time where everything was covered in pee. We know. Mm hmm. How are you doing, New Jersey Chicken Rancher, Des? Doing pretty good. Just got we got a little early tonight, so I just had to put dinner down pretty quick. And I'm, uh, Me too. We'll, we'll see how that goes. What did you have for dinner? We had a uh, sausage, homegrown. Uh, well, not homegrown, but we got nice allotment of a uh, pig from a farm down the road. Oh. And uh, so he made us up uh, some sausage, a little sweet sausage, and a little penny pasta, olive oil, broccoli. That sounds lovely. Very, we're trying to stay light best we can at least i i had uh not to brag Mm -hmm. i had scallops Mm -hmm. but they were we get uh what's it called uh blue apron delivered where they they send you ingredients we do uh hello hello fresh hello fresh is one of them yeah i I, so we got some with with uh, scallops in it, and I hastily unpacked it, not realizing the scallops were like Up on top. a layer below, like with dry ice or whatever. And I threw out the scallops. Ah, bad so job. we we had to then buy additional scallops, and they probably weren't as good as what Blue Apron sent you. I don't. I'll never know. I'll never know. Um. Anyway. That's the kind of uh, hell that my life is, basically. Luxury problems, I guess, really. This is a show. Wait, how is someone... This is true, Elvira. Is... I didn't type that. I did. That's, oh, I'm oh, sorry. That's, that's right. I got to switch that over. I apologize. <laughs> no, no. It's ter- No, it just terrified me for a second. It scared me for a second until I remembered I gave Des uh, admin privileges here. Now I remember why I had to show up on this, the other screen last oh time. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. That scared the hell out of me. I apologize. That scared the hell out of me. Wait, who wrote, I, who wrote this? That was also me. Okay. That was also me. Just checking. Yeah. What's that? The sausage was fantastic. Best, best sweet sausage I've ever had. Just saying, that was a private side conversation. I wasn't trying. I was trying to keep it off the show, so to speak. Can't figure out how what's happening here. Oh, fuck this! I had both screens open, and it was I don't know. Gets to be a lot. Oh, it's a lot happening. I was just, no, I wanted to see. I was hoping, you know, I, you know, you guys know I'm a tick. Thanks to you guys, I'm a TikTok sensation. Mm-hmm. Thanks to my niece, Tilda. What? Oh, did your niece? It, uh, it was her idea. She said, get Dave on TikTok. He'll blow up. And now here you well, go. Look TikTok at you. TikTok is, TikTok is a cruel mistress because. Aren't they all? It like, they, you do it. And then it goes crazy. Like I was getting like five 
eight or even like 10,000 new followers a day. Wow. Yeah. I was basically, well, here we go. I guess I'm the star. I guess I'm the biggest TikToker that's ever TikToked. And look at that. We have 37 people watching us right now. Well, this is to my point. Um, it doesn't pay, you know, it doesn't cross platforms. Yeah. Hmm. The TikTokers, they don't care. They don't come. To no, no, I'll bring them over here. They're going to come slowly. Can we do the show on TikTok? This TikTok Ooh. host Probably not. programming? We could do it. We'll do it. We'll, we could do this. Uh, let's see. They don't have like. Okay, uh, watch this. Time limits. This is sorry. On. That wasn't a dig at anyone watching. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, Chris, you're already enraged. <laughs> this know? is more than we I usually have think. watching. I'm super grateful for everyone watching. If anyone's enraged, no, we usually have more than this, and I'm blaming you, Chris. Yeah. Watch this. I'm gonna go live simultaneously. We always have a great TikTok. number. I'm TikToking right now okay. simultaneously. You're to like tell people the king of the internet right now. But the thing with TikTok, yeah, it's a, it's a cruel mistress. It's a cruel mistress. Oh, you're you're great, Henry Slinkman. Yeah. TikTok's heating up. Um, I'm a teen sensation. <laughs> do you, Is that the demographic that's pretty much on TikTok these days? I have no do idea. You ever, do you like dance on there? Aren't dance videos big on TikTok? Dancing. I gotta start. Start. Uh, see, I just turned this on. Hey, Ryan Rongish. Everyone, hi, Amanda. Hi, Long Richard. I'm saying hello to the people. Christy Berenger. How many? I, so I just turned this on about five seconds ago. Uh huh. Is this the show? <laughs> oh, someone's doing <laughs> both. Someone's doing both. This is. Oh, some so some people are on both, but there's. I just turned the sound about ten seconds ago. Mm -hmm. Fifty nine viewers already. Okay. Wow. I'm big with teens. Twitch needs to uh, step it up. It's not the uh, permanent showtime. We're just doing it early tonight. This is not the permanent showtime. Thank you. What happened was every everyone. I'm going to tell everyone on TikTok, and then that I'm I'm just we're also. Here, live casting the Dave Hill Good Time Hour, which you can go watch on Twitch. Okay. Um, and, uh, but no, I, I, I'm hosting a show later tonight at Mercury Lounge okay. over there in the East Village. Lovely so room. I have to head over there a little later. Um, so we needed to do a little early tonight. But no, we'll be normally at our 8 o'clock. Our 8 o'clock time. But, uh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Hi, I'm Janet Varney. And just like you, I survived high school. And we're not alone. On my podcast, The JV Club, I invite some of my friends to share the highs and lows of their teen years. Like moments with Aisha Tyler. But when you're a kid, the stakes are just pretty low. Go to school, try not to get in trouble, get laid. Jamila Jamil. I watched television probably every waking hour during that time when I was shit-faced on medicine. And Dave Holmes. We talked and talked, and then everybody left. It was just us two, and I was like, I love you. Learn how you two can be a functioning adult after the drama and heartbreak of high school. Every week on the JV Club with Janet Varney. Find it on Maximum Fun. Or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a judgment-free show. We have wasted this world. Our magic put a storm in the sky that has rendered the surface of our planet uninhabitable. But beneath the surface, well, that's another story entirely. In a city built leagues below the apocalypse, survivors of the storm forge paths through a strange new world. Some seek salvation for their homeland above. Others seek to chart the vast undersea expanse outside the city's walls. And others still seek, what else? Fortune and glory. Dive into the Ether Sea, the latest campaign from the Adventure Zone, every other Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. But we have an incredible guest tonight. We need to focus. Is our guest ready? Chris is incommunicado with us at the moment. He's getting somebody set. Chris is in a teen chat room, and yeah. I'm very uncomfortable. He's got his own TikTok thing. Okay, I need to yours. fix. 
I need to fix my. I'm buffering. It says I'm buffering every few seconds. I didn't have enough time to set up a concert over my shoulder this week, but I'll take oh, requests. Man. I'll take requests for next week. If got to get on it. Ideas. Chris is our is our guest ready? Our guest is ready. Yes. I'm very excited about our guest tonight. He's amazing. He is a writer. Well, let me start by saying he's a dear friend of mine. But he's also a writer, filmmaker, actor, singer, comedian, meditation teacher, and I would, uh, he's a Buddhist also. I mean, how cool is that? I imagine that helps with the meditation. Well, I meditate, and yet I'm not a Buddhist. They, uh, they could work together, though, is my They point. can work together. You know. But maybe by the end of the show, I will be a Buddhist. Understanding. Maybe I'm, well, these are, the, these are among the questions I have for our guest tonight. He has a brand new book out. And this is why I, I recommend this book, but I also need this book. The book is called Look, 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 Look Again, Buddhist Wisdom Reflected in 26 Artists. I'm in the middle of the book right now. It's an excellent book. But if there's anyone that needs this book... It's me, Dave, from before, Dave Hill. Uh, as evidenced by the simple fact is, as while I was reading about this book, like reading, you know, getting, getting some of my information together to have Kevin on the show tonight, I was reading, there were blurbs, and I was like, wait, why didn't I get to do a blurb for this book? Why? And then I scrolled down, and I was like, wait, I, yeah, I did do a blurb for this book. <laughs> This is this is my this is ego. I'm a mess, basically. And it's not like I forgot that I did a blurb for the book. You sounds it's like just, you did. No, I didn't. I was fully aware that I did a blurb for the book. It's just that that is how flawed I am. You do so many. That if that... I'm not constantly reminded mm. of these just feeding the ego. At all times, I'm a mess. So, as much as I will repeatedly recommend Kevin Townley's new book, look, 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 look. Did I wait? This well, I'll get in. Let's just bring him on the show, and I'll, I'm going to complain about the title because I have to mentally. <laughs> as there he is, Kevin Townley, one of my favorite Hi, Dave. human beings of all times. I'm going to shut off. Um, TikTok. Well, now that uh, now that did it work? We have less people watching now. No, well, I think some people went over there. Is what uh, happened. Some people were saying, um, but they'll be back. Um, Kevin Townley, one of my favorite human beings. Congratulations on your excellent book. But my complaint was, since I'm slow, I have to to remember the title. I have to use my hand and say, look. Look, 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 wait, look, 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 again. I have to count it. Yeah, I do too. It was a bad, it was not a great move. No, it's a great move. I'm not, I'm not complaining about, it. I'm, well, clearly I'm complaining to some, but this, you know, again, I'm just illustrating how much I myself need the book by my uh, behaviors. Well, I'm so honored that you that you did blurb it, and if I were you, I'd be jealous of you too. I know, but isn't that isn't the fact that I was jealous of people that blurb the book when I, in fact, blurb the book? Isn't that <laughs> isn't that is there better evidence of someone needing your book than to be jealous of themselves? Jealous of themselves. <laughs> Well, well, I mean, I I think everybody needs my book, but that's because I'm self-centered. But but that's kind of touches on what like the book is about, and the reason why there's five looks. I mean, is this too? Am I being too forward? Should I wait no, for you to? No, no. First, everyone. First, Chris is going to put uh, the link in there in the chat, and everyone listening in the futuristic podcast format, you can go wherever you like to get books. Uh, Amazon or 
your local independent bookstore, wherever, and find this book uh, by Kevin Townley. It's excellent. Just put the link in the chat. Um, there's the link. Um, but I'm sorry, Kevin, I interrupted you with the. No, I, we no, we want you to get the full Dave Hill Good Time Hour spike, <laughs> which is what happens when when we have an author on the spike and sale, whatever the whatever the product is. You know the inevitable bump. You the bump. But um, so you have been studying Buddhism for twelve years now. Yeah, weirdly, like, I'm not saying that it was directly related, but it corresponds almost exactly to the the day I met you. (laughs) Do you know we've, like, we met in February of, I just thought of this today, we met in February of 2010 when we did uh, our first talent show at the old uh, Gershwin Hotel with Anna Baker and Anna Heed and the gang. Mm-hmm. 2010, yeah. Dave. Where Congratulations, does the time guys. Go? Congrats. That's our anniversary. That's what, what do you get on the 12th anniversary? Enlightenment. Maybe a, or a paperback book, perhaps. A paperback, <laughs> yes. Oh, look, 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 look again. Um, one thing I, uh, you know, er, very early in the book, um, you talk about. Uh, a Buddhist monk who's like a, a bit of a drinker and a womanizer. He's flawed. Yeah. And it made me consider the idea of being enlightened yet also still flawed. And I found that comforting. Yeah. And there's like a, a classical tradition um, from from India called the Mahasiddhas who were like regular people who had jobs that ranged from, you know, ferry boat operations to barkeep and murderer. I, I don't know if that's really an <laughs> occupation, but more of a habit. Yeah, uh, a, but a ne- it's a negative habit. One to be avoided. Like, yes. like biting your fingernails. Exactly. Uh, but all of these people in the in these stories a- attained enlightenment in their everyday lives. And so one of the hallmarks of Buddhist philosophy is what is called non-duality. So that fundamentally what we as like human beings separate into like good and bad and up and down and plus and minus and success and failure and so on, those those seeming pairs of opposites actually require each other to get their identity in either in order for us to even be able to conceptualize them so that fundamentally uh there is no separation and so the like the theme of the book is about um how there's traditionally said to be five root negative emotions and which are ignorance and aggression and grasping or lust and uh, pride and and envy and that normally we would think like if we were going to make any sort of progress in our lives we just have to like get rid of all of that negative crapola in order to be better people and the buddhist teachings say that actually those experiences which we call negative emotions are actually just kind of energy that is a part of the makeup of the universe and that when we try to get rid of our negativity, we're actually getting rid of uh, intelligence and wisdom. And, and so these, these teachings talk about how the, the energy that we experience, like say as, as aggression or anger is actually the same energy as like compassion. If you, if you like, on an experiential level. So if you want to actually be more compassionate then getting in touch with what it feels like to be angry is actually essential. So, so it kind of tries to at least not, it's at least tries to like stop your mind and reconsider what, what you think you know about yourself already and take a closer look. (laughs) Five, five looks. That's why there's five looks by the way, for each of the, uh, yeah, you know, Oh my gosh. It's already working. Someone just ordered the book. By the way, this is my first t- 
is this a Twitch we're doing? Yes, big with the teens. Oh my God, big with Leah. Teens. Leah Zeppelin in uh, Seattle. That's so cool. Yeah. That, that's my bump. I'm, I'm, my sales just went it's, through the roof. Uh, the, get used to. Welcome to the sweet, the sweet life. <laughs> um, but it's an interesting. The, so you take the approach, like sort of meditating um, on different artists throughout the book. Like, how did you? Where do you come up with this stuff, Townley? Oh, I don't know, Dave. It's this a, I'm asking the a, tough questions. It's a racket. <laughs> uh, are these are these the softball questions you told my agent? These are the I I told I said there's going to be gotcha questions. <laughs> I'll say. Uh, so, like, I don't know my 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 livelihood. You know, you mentioned all of my accomplishments. So it's a gig economy. I don't know. I'm just trying to get <laughs> to get through the day. Uh, but one of the things that that I do do or did do in the before times was give tours at art museums. And with the attention spans nowadays, I'll, let me tell you, you got to jazz it up and be do some fancy footwork and get people interested. So I learned a lot about the artists and their weird lives and, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and parallel to that, I'd also been studying Buddhism and meditating and, and whatever. And my meditation teacher, who's called Sokazan, out, out in Battle Creek, Michigan, he actually studied to be an artist. So he he talks a lot about art and it informs a lot of the way that he teaches. But um, so in one of the museums in New York is called the Rubin Museum, and it's uh, all Himalayan art. I mean, I don't know how they got all of it. We won't go into that today, but it's a fine... Ooh a nice place to to see beautiful like traditional artwork i'm holding up a picture if you're just listening this will mean nothing to you uh but this is like a traditional mandala this is like yeah. a yeah. a 14th century tibetan painting and if you like looked at you can look at it and be like that is nice but you if you're not like very well versed in like 14th century tibetan iconography you might not know what it's talking about and and what it happens to be talking about is what i just said about the five difficult emotions and and the wisdom that accompanies them so then i started to think well some artists made that you know and they had they wanted to communicate something and and artists you know through all art forms even right up to the moment are communicating something and and imbuing their like life experience and their point of view and their negative emotions and positive emotions like in the canvas whether you're like picasso or rembrandt or you know duct taping a banana to a wall it's still the same you were you're still a human being and you're even if you're not a monk you're still utilize you still have the same tools that 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 monk had so i started to think like well what if you could explore those teachings or those themes, but through secular art, art that wasn't necessarily meant to be religious or spiritual, or, but but because of like where creativity comes from, it does have, in my opinion, a kind of spiritual co component. Even if you don't like believe in anything, it's that's okay. Um, so so I just wanted to see if I could find artists that weren't religious from like you know, medieval time, ancient Egypt to modern times and, and see if I couldn't unpack the, the traditional Buddhist teachings about these, the way that these negative emotions can transform into wisdom and, and actually help us out. So the, the paintings in the, in the book are like all jumping off points uh, to explore um the, these themes and like one of them is like this famous painting you know artemisia gentileschi of she's like decapitating the the guy like because he was a bastard and so that that chapter that's, that's a very it just good like reason. explores yeah <laughs> go what very good reason to if you're going to decapitate someone that's a good reason yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you, it's a, it's thirsty work. So you don't want to just be frivolous about these things. <laughs> That's the title of, of my next book, Thirsty Work. <laughs> thirsty Work, uh, follow up to Tasteful Nudes. <laughs> thirsty Work. That's really, that's a good name, actually. That's a good band name. If anyone wants to form a band, 
That is a good up next thirsty work. It has some nice assonance. I got close to the mic to say that. I like that. This is this is like what's it called? ASMR. Oh yeah, yeah. That's where you like whisper about what you're doing. I'm brushing my hair. (laughs) Thirsty work. We, We. we got to figure out a way to monetize this ASMR segment. That's like huge on, <laughs> on YouTube. That's 95% of YouTube now is just people whispering into a microphone. We're very late. We're very late on that one. Uh, is there one where you sort of just scratch your facial hair against stuff? Uh, oh, I'm sure. Oh. Three of us could do that. Where's yeah. your no goatee, Dave? No, I just shaved. I don't, you know, I don't. Dave can't Facial hair off. doesn't. Facial hair doesn't suit me, I don't think. You know, I, I have such a such a chiseled look, it's just a shame to cover it in <laughs> yeah. hair. You know. That's how you maintain your boyish charm, I think. Yeah, yeah. Some would say impish, but yeah. Impish impish, yes. Um with uh why do this? I know this is a random. This is a curveball. The, the it's man, mandala. When the when the monks make the mandalas out of sand, then they destroy them. Why do they do that, Kevin Townley? Um, it's a it's a creative expression of impermanence. So. Like the central kind of tenets of Buddhism are that like everything is interdependent. So nothing, it's not possible for anything to exist dependently from everything else, which is bad news for libertarians. I'm sorry to say. (laughs) Uh, And the other thing is, yeah. Is there such a thing? Are there any, any, are there any libertarian Buddhists? Well, the hilarious thing is, so my dad lives in, I'm from Boulder, Colorado, and I went, my dad is like, goes to this like, sort of like a country club. He's not, he's not rich, but he, he, he can, uh, you know, knit, knit a good yarn. That's not a right use of that expression but in any he's he's a talker so they have him come and they he, he holds forth about esoteric what have you and the guy who like runs the joint is a is a buddhist and he had had like this kind of like i don't know like a where sort of precious moments set up like where people would like display their hummels or whatever but he had like a buddha but also what he had on display on this sort of like altar was a first edition copy of Ayn Rand's Atlas Shrugged. No, no, it wasn't Atlas Shrugged. It was The Virtue of Selfishness. I was like, what is happening here? So I think he he was like a self-styled Buddhist Ayn Rand fanatic. So that might be as close as uh, a libertarian uh, Buddhist concept. What is, so what is it? What is what was he doing then? Just sort of cherry picking stuff from each column that he liked i mean i i think so I, that must that's the only explanation i mean we whatever we all do that to some degree we do but especially it's... chris gersbeck no no i i'm just lashing out at chris for no reason it's that it's that it's that anger but there might be some compassion there might be some compassion in there too. <laughs> i'm hoping well you know i think uh I'm ho- I'm hoping to reach uh, with the help of your book and other things. I'm hoping to reach a, a point of uh, compassion, uh, improved. You know, I'm still a mess. I mean, as evidenced by that thing about how I was upset about the blurb, how I didn't get to blurb the book. Oh yeah, but I've seen those videos of you with little Joe Franklin. that's compassionate right there in action you love that oh i love i love sweet sweet little joe franklin sweet lucy she's in the next room is that her picture superimposed there yeah this i always forget how to pet her oh yeah you're doing it yeah there you go the thing is she has no idea 
She has no idea. I'll, She's in the other room. I'll do it, actually, if we all want to. Yeah, you can I'll take... Lucy. I'm going to do... Yeah. It's nice, right? Des. Des, do it. Oh, that's Oh, nice. that's nice. Little ear. That's a nice scratching. Oh, Chris. Chris, you old softy. <laughs> oh, I love it. Now, Kevin Townley. Yeah, Dave. Author of the book, Look, 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 Again. Uh, which I, I, I command everyone watching right now in the live cast and everyone listening in the futuristic podcast format to go get this book. Oh, my Ruin God. Yeah, this it, is show business happening. Yeah, Kevin, if at any point you feel the show is getting too slick, for those listening in the futuristic podcast format, we, we've just... Chris has just superimposed the book onto the screen uh, oh using a plugin that cost us five thousand dollars. Oh my, Dave! I'm yeah, I'm t- I'm touched. Um, this is you know this is a slick operation. We are we I I want everyone uh, the book the book is. Uh, Delightful on many levels. It's 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 insightful, of course. Thought provoking. It's very funny. Uh, it ticks all the boxes. Dave, would you care to read your blurb that you submitted for the book? Can you? Uh, th- that'd be redundant. People can go on Amazon. Sure, I'll, I'll go ahead and read it. You know, I mean, people. <laughs> you don't As have I to. said I was about saying. the book. Quick... Oh, I don't. I don't have the full. Maybe. Oh, I have it here. I can read it. You can read the full one. There's just I don't. Okay. Well, yeah, it, this the, is... the, the truncated version is Kevin Townley's new book is beautiful, smart, funny, provocative, and disturbing in the best possible ways. And I believe it says something to the effect of, "Just like Kevin himself." Hmm. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. That, that I'll pick up from here and I'll whisper it. Oh, I love it. Uh, just like Kevin himself. Just like Kevin. I love the way Kevin writes so much he could probably write cereal box copy and I'd still be riveted. But uh, this is creepy. I'm sorry. I'm making, <laughs> giving myself goosebumps and I don't like it. Uh, then you say, but I'm glad he chose to write, write about art and Buddhism instead. If you have interest in either subject, you'd be a fool not to read this book. And if you have uh, and if you have interest in both subjects and still don't read it, then color me enraged, even though the fact that I just said that is proof enough I have many miles to go on my spiritual journey. The, which is true, as evidenced. I, uh, you know, what does one have to be super? Amy Lawdell asked, does one have to be super smart to understand the book and take away key messages? Uh, let me feel this one. No. I mean, I'm a bit of a dope in my own way. And I've I've been taking away quite a lot, so I think it's written in a way uh, for for everyone to be able to uh, to grasp. Oh look, Burb's mother says hello. Who is this lovely man? It's author Kevin Townley, Burb's mother. Yeah, I'd like, I I asked my boyfriend, you know, because he's not a he's not a Buddhist, but he read it because you know it's the least he could do. The, yeah, the very least. And and I asked if it was like hard to understand, and he said that the the words were not hard to understand, but the concepts are unusual, which is like what Buddhism is all about. It makes you go, what the hell? It just makes you reconsider things that that you take for granted, which I think is what art does too, or good art can. Even if you don't like it, you can still uh, reconsider something. Uh, Yeah. So I I wrote it in a, I mean, I didn't write it specifically in this way. I guess just the way that I write is I use regular people words. And uh, I didn't go to no college, so I don't know about a lot of highfalutin stuff but i you know there's like jokes and i talk there's jokes in there i name check donnie osman <laughs> yeah you can you can understand kurt because guess what there's a lot of pictures there are but yeah. that's sort of like a comic but it's it's a painting mm-hmm. uh, there's like this other artist called michelle ellsworth who's super cool and she made uh her own nfts and gave them to a rock so if you want to 
get the and this is like an, an image of how she she did it but she made like a dance and filmed it on a wood camera and then d- depicted it on on jpegs and turned those into nfts and then she uh gave the nft wallet code to a, a rock she put it made it made her own rock and put the code inside a rock and left it in in the desert so if anyone finds the rock they can get the code and then take get the nfts now how are how are we supposed to compete with that i don't know i don't know the best idea i had was to 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 make whisker sounds on youtube <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've had these stupid headphones on, but I don't actually think I need them. And they're making my hair go crazy. I haven't had my hair cut since March 2020, and now it's just a perverse competition with myself. I need help. It looks gorgeous. I love it. Um, it suits you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, this artist, she's super cool. She's actually a dancer, and like us, her whole thing is she doesn't really understand technology and feels like most where all technology is like a metaphor for something that you really need in your life. Some like help or nutrient or consideration. And I was telling her how like in meditation, like when you give someone a meditation instruction, it's like all metaphors. It's like you're there's a cloud in the sky and your your mind is a leaf on the river and whatever. I don't know. But she was like, Yeah, I don't that doesn't mean anything to me. And then she got back to me just a, a couple of weeks ago and she had made a leaf suit so she could climb inside of a leaf suit and be the leaf and then go down the river. I I would never have thought of that. Yeah, I mean between that and the lady who put the dance inside the rock. I just feel like garbage right now, Kevin. I'll be honest. Well, that's the same lady. She did. That's the wait. Same it's person. the same lady. The the yes. dance inside the rock and the. I got to keep up here, but how? How did now? How do you choose? How did you happen upon Buddhist meditation, as opposed to all the other meditations out there today? Did you try several other? disciplines not re not really i mean my my i grew up in like i said in boulder colorado and my dad was i mean he's still a kook but he grew up he, I, he's an astrologer and a tarot reader and you know all sorts of th- things like that so the idea of meditation wasn't like beyond the pale but when i when i started to have like you know personal difficulties and i realized i was like a, a big mess I just kind of Googled like like meditation, something that people do. And, um, and and I actually was going through like a bad breakup at the time and I Googled heartbreak and meditation and this book came came up as often do, they do on Google. This is even back in 2010. I was still doing that kind of thing. And uh, the book was by a woman called Susan Piver who had written a book oh, called... Yeah. Yeah, you you met you know her I wisdom of a yeah yeah because she she came and did one of the talent shows so mm-hmm. she offered to be my meditation teacher her her book was called wisdom of a broken heart and that was about how the actual experience of like a bad breakup can be the perfect entree into a spiritual path or to to Buddhism because one of the things about Buddhism is that. Uh, being heartbroken or feeling that kind of tenderheartedness is said to be like your greatest strength that kind of being vulnerable and open to the world is is uh your best shot in this crazy life uh so so she was just kind of the person i i met and we connected and she happened to be a buddhist and 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 you know i I don't really think of buddhism as a religion i guess some people think it is to me it's more of like a a philosophy or a way of looking at the world and, and, and it kind of matched how I thought about things, but hadn't, didn't know that I couldn't articulate it. And I didn't know that it was actually called Buddhism. So uh, I kind of fell into it Mm -hmm. like showbiz. Oh yeah. (laughs) I was forced into show business personally. Yeah, they your parents shoved you out on stage at six oh, and made ins- you sing jingle bells. They insisted. 
tap dancing. Insisted. <laughs> oh, no. No, the opposite. But they wanted me to work in the factory. But I said, there's no way. I'm getting out of this town. I don't know if you guys can hear the uh, fire trucks coming. I am. Oh, I, I didn't hear it. It's a oh, big yeah. night in the city. Oh, yeah. You're you're back in NYC, right, Dave? Oh, I've been back for some time. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, yeah. You're in NYC, right? Yeah, well, I just got some sirens. Could they, in fact... Not to be outdone. Do We don't live... Well, we live about what? You guys I like think we live four about, blocks away from each other. No, we live about probably a couple miles from each other, I think, right? Me? Oh, yeah. With, I live in... Uh, Upper East Side. Yeah, and I, I live on the in the West Village, so that's a couple yeah. miles. Manhattan. Um, how would you recommend? Well, I, I I'll answer my own question. What if if someone has an interest in Buddhism? I would say, get Kevin's new book. Look, 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 again. <laughs> You could do worse. You could do worse. You could do a lot worse. But how how did, how would you recommend? The book is obvious. Obvious, get the book. But is that a good uh, jumping point? Say someone, say someone's lost. Say someone's hurting. Say someone's exactly like me, which is to say lost (laughs) and hurting. But without your strong jawline. Without my strong jawline, uh, without my offbeat good looks, uh, without my affinity for dance, (laughs) what do they do? Helen is relieved that you were not raised by stage parents. No, no, I I was not. I was not. I, I, I was raised by parents who were horrified by my show business inclinations so as all Um, parents should be indeed um so you know my book isn't going to try to make you do anything it's kind of an art project in its own right it's not a how-to or an instructional uh there's no like note notebook or exercises to do though you could do them make some up but they would be good um but i would say like you know meditation is pretty pretty simple and you could read a book about how how to do it but i think like the problem mostly is that the this is just my opinion. I don't want to do this. This may not be reflected, reflect the views of our subsidiary partners or whatever. But like my feeling is, or what I've learned is that basically all of the, the crap that you think you're going to get rid of by like meditating actually becomes more intense because you're not like running around like a maniac trying to be somebody else for those couple of minutes you are holding the body still, maybe following the breath or just kind of resting in an open awareness. And in, and given the relative stillness of the body, you, you see what's going on in your mind, mm-hmm. which you don't normally get a chance to see if you're like rushing around all the time or, or in a lot of hectic movement. Um, so what it does is familiarizes you with the kind of bag of rocks as Elaine Stritch would say that you have in this life. And over time, yeah, the, the, the load might be lightened or the intensity of, of the compulsive energy that had you, uh, shopping or gambling or what making amorous advances on friendly strangers or whatever, (laughs) like, that might like alleviate over time, but it might not. It, it's not going to make you a different person, but it'll give you, I would say, a wider vantage point from which to see the kind of chain of events that starts in the mind and then leads to activity in the world. And and the other thing about Buddhism is it doesn't really moralize. It doesn't say like, don't do you know don't have laughs or don't smoke a jay or 
you know, ride, ride your bike, what not holding onto the handlebars, or I don't know. Like I heard one Buddhist nun say, Buddha wants you to have as much sex, drugs, and rock and roll as you want, but don't expect it to bring you lasting happiness. So uh, the things just don't last. And, and that's the other thing that you see when you meditate is like, even if you have like the most worstest terrible idea or grim image of being dressed in jack boots and bossing people around or whatever it doesn't last so listen chris chris pay attention (laughs) it doesn't last chris damn it uh and so like what it also implies is like you know we we think that we are our thoughts that our thoughts are like precious important missives from beyond that have to be obeyed and that's just not the case that they're the way that it's kind of framed in buddhism again just a a consideration is that your mind is the sixth sense field so like you have your five senses and your nose receives fragrance well the sixth sense field is your mind stream and the mind receives thoughts so like in the way that you like might smell something disgusting it's not like personal it's not some indictment against you unless maybe somebody left a flaming bag of cow plop on your on your friends that might have been on purpose but my point being that the thought you could consider the thoughts as something that you're receiving not something that you're like doing or something that you are and through like a longer period of time you know years it's not a get rich quick scheme sadly <clears throat> uh those kinds of like your 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 grip on the content of the mind begins to to loosen but you still might be like thinking terrible thoughts and be a jerk but you might just not hook it up to your vocal cords or whisper it out as yes readily. what that's a huge thing i've i think i've only very recently been like grasping that idea that that the whole thing of like we are not our thoughts is that that that's sort of part of that right we're like or am i articulating that wrong no you're you're right but it could be said the opposite way too like you people say you know you're not your feelings which is true because like your feelings don't last even even like intense ones they might come back but they don't last Mm -hmm. uh but you could just as easily say that you are your thoughts or you are your feelings for as long as they last as long as they last that is who you are but that doesn't mean you have to like express it with your body and your voice because the other thing about buddhism is that so there's no nothing lasts everything is interdependent and that there's no self that does which does not mean that like we don't exist and don't have to like walk the dog and pay rent and whatever it's just that there is there isn't a solid permanent being anywhere that you can find that it's everything's in flux in negotiation and changing all the time so the the other way that you can look at it is that the mind allows these feelings and impulses to arise and be seen and felt and experienced but there is no person who's having them. There's no solid identity that is having those feelings, mm-hmm. which is a bit of an eye crosser. Yeah. Like there's sort of uh <laughs> why who's highlighting this comment? <laughs> the worst. <laughs> why are we giving? That's the takeaway. It's an interesting the worst animal dog has to be humans. Why? Why? Who highlighted that? Wasn't me. I don't know. And why? I have two cats. I might have to disagree with. Mm. You. Yeah, I gotta go. Cats on that I one. No, no, I think humans is worse than cats. Guys, we're we're about to have a big breakthrough Sorry. <laughs> on the whole human condition, and you guys are talking about which species shit smells the worst we could throw up the guns and roses conversation that's happening oh gosh i'm uh, kevin and i kevin and i are too good for this show i'll tell you that right now it's disheartening dave we've got a lot of we should do a separate buddhism hour with kevin and dave 
<laughs> it always goes back to Guns N' Roses. Yeah, this is, you know, this is not wrong. It's not wrong. What? Is that every rose has its... I'm sorry, I'm just embarrassing myself. That's, that's poison. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Embarrassing. That's right. And I was, I was in a rock band, but we never did... Uh, yeah, we never Bambi. did a Guns N' Roses. Yeah, we never did Guns N' Roses. Great band. <laughs> yeah, Leah, Leah Zeppelin. I was near Enlightenment, and then this. I'm sorry. So yeah. I guess that that's the nature of it, though, isn't it? It's the We're same way of... that Chris screwed the pooch on the intro. Yeah. It on the outro now. Yep. Is this the show? <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. That's that's our slogan. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, no, but. Yeah, that's uh I sort of had that thought with with, with thoughts of like yeah that we are this Now we're getting typos. We're highlighting comments with typos that don't even make sense. For people listening in the futuristic podcast format, Chris is putting uh quotes from the comments from the chat room. I'm sorry. I just I thought that was funny. I know, but Typo you know, included. This, <laughs> this map took a turn. Andy Maine, you are not the show, and the show is not you. Yes, that is exactly right. But yeah, I think, but, of, like, if we can get back. And yet here we are. And yet here we are doing this show. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We couldn't possibly. You just, you know. Oh, this is, oh, I'm enraged. I apologize. No. I blame myself. No, but we are we are uh, we are just about out of time, as they say in show business. So I wanted <laughs> we we have one minute to go. I wanted to. Uh, oh, someone's asking, what's Kevin's skincare routine? Be honest. You know, I I use in the morning. I use a. Uh, a, ba- a like a baby sh- shampoo kind of like multi-purpose soap to wash my face in the evening. I use a, a Burt's Bees wipe, uh, and then uh, and then about uh, six inches of spray tan. In <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, it's working. Keep it simple. Wonder moisturize. Well, that's I, I will. Uh, that's that's my big takeaway. Is when I first moved to New York, I asked my aunt Leslie, "What's your advice for living in New York?" And she said, "Moisturize your neck." Hmm. So if if you oh, take wow. one thing away from this evening, I hope it's that moisturize your neck. Oh wow! I hadn't thought of that. I certainly don't do it enough. Yeah. I never think. Well, on that note, everyone, please, please, please get Kevin's new book. It's excellent. Look, 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 look. Again, Buddhist wisdom reflected in 26 artists. This book uh, is great. It'll improve your life. You'll enjoy It's a great read. Even if your life is still in the shitter when you're done with it, <laughs> you still will have read an excellent book. I, I think you can't possibly read this book and not uh, have your life enhanced. I encourage everyone to go get it wherever you get incredible books. The link in the chat for anyone who wants. The link in the chat for anyone who wants. And everyone listening in the futuristic podcast format, you're on your own. Just get out. It's on Amazon, but you could go wherever you want. And, and if they don't have it, tell them to get it. Kevin Townley. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Dave. It's been a pleasure. I, I re- really, I, I love you and admire you, and I and I, I thanks thanks for having me here. I love you and admire you. Um, and I I I love and admire Chris Gersbeck and Des. Thank you, Dave. Despite me being enraged at Chris, largely. Um, and I love and admire everyone. Uh, watching live in the you know the live cast Twitch format and everyone listening in the futuristic podcast format, we're very grateful. If you'd like to support this program, go to maximumfun.org/join, or it would mean a ton to us if you would uh, subscribe to us here on Twitch on our channel here. It helps us keep gas in the tank, or you can Venmo at the Dave Hill. 
or PayPal Dave at DaveHillOnline.com even though it sounds real suspicious that that's just going that money goes straight out my nose given that my name is in both of those uh, <laughs> things not the case not the case um, everybody get Kevin's book thank you again Kevin Townley and your hair looks amazing if I have not said it out loud oh I appreciate it thanks Dave all right, let's ride off into the podcasting sunset. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.